Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 7th of May. And on this day in Christian history, we're going to be looking at the theme of ecumenism. We go back to the year 1999 and we travel to Romania, where today Paul John Paul II embarked on his visit, making it the first visit of a Pope to a predominantly Orthodox country since the Great Schism of 1054. In a public statement, the Pope said, The second millennium of Christian history began with a painful wounding of the unity of the Church. The end of this millennium has seen a real commitment to restoring Christian unity. He was invited to the country by Patriarch Theoctist of the Romanian Orthodox Church. Just before the dawn of the new millennium, the third millennium, it was the Pope's first small step towards achieving his dream of full reconciliation between East and West. Romania's population is 87% Orthodox Christian. And on his arrival, the Patriarch and the President of Romania greeted the Pope. To have such a globally recognised figure visiting them was, of course, in their interest. As Romania was seeking closer ties to the West at the time, a membership in NATO and the European Union. The visit of the Pope was a step on the path of joining the two bodies a few years later. The Patriarch won widespread praise for issuing the historic invitation, which was welcome praise as he had been criticised for collaborating with the totalitarian government of Nicolae Ceausescu during the communist era. Patriarch Teoctist was born the tenth child in a poor farming family of 11 children. This humble background meant that he was widely seen as being more in touch with a common person than the intelligentsia. But in a dramatically changing world, following the collapse of communism, he had had to tread a thin diplomatic line. Appointed as head of the church in 1986, he resigned after Mr. Ceausescu was overthrown in 1989. Entering a monastery in January 1990, he had then returned to head the church three months later. Choosing not to condemn Mr. Ceausescu's destruction of Orthodox churches in Bucharest, he expressed regrets after the communist system collapsed. He had also opposed the investigation of clerics who were said to have collaborated with the Securitate, secret police under communist rule. So in an important witness, the Pope and the Patriarch each attended a worship service conducted by the other, an Orthodox liturgy 
and a Catholic Mass, respectively. Crowds of hundreds of thousands of people turned up to attend the worship services, which were held in the open air. And the Pope told the crowd, I am here among you, pushed only by the desire of authentic unity. Not long ago it was unthinkable that the Bishop of Rome should visit his brothers and sisters in the faith who live in Romania. Today, after a long winter of suffering and persecution, we can finally exchange the kiss of peace and together praise the Lord. A large part of Romania's Orthodox population had shown itself warm to the idea of Christian reunification. John Paul II had talked about the pain of the Great Schism as though the church was breathing with one lung. Throughout the long span of history, contact between the Holy See and the many Christians of the East had never totally ceased. But communion had been interrupted since the schism. With the election of the first Slavic Pope, the history of conflict in Central Europe had been a complex part of John Paul II's personal cultural heritage, which made him determined to attempt to overcome difficulties. Given that, relatively speaking, the Holy See and the non-Catholic Eastern churches were close in many points of faith. The Patriarch praised the visit's importance, but was also realistic about its limits. We hope this visit will deepen and reinforce our efforts of dialogue, he said during the visit, but this moment represents one effort among others. These efforts of building bridges with the Orthodox community continued two years later when John Paul became the first Pope to visit Greece in over a thousand years. After a private meeting for 30 minutes with Archbishop Christodoulos, the two spoke publicly on a spot where St Paul had once preached to Athenian Christians. Christodoulos sternly read a list of 13 offences of the Catholic Church against the Eastern Orthodox Church since the Great Schism, including the pillaging of Constantinople by Crusaders in 1204. See the podcast of March the 24th for more information. Christodoulos bemoaned the lack of apology from the Catholic Church, saying, until now, there has not been heard a single request for pardon for the maniacal crusaders of the 13th century. The Pope responded by saying, For the occasions past and present, where sons and daughters of the Catholic Church have sinned by action or omission against their Orthodox brothers or sisters, may the Lord grant us forgiveness to which Christodoulos immediately applauded. The two leaders then said the Lord's Prayer together, 
Breaking an Orthodox Taboo Against Praying with Catholics That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life and the work of Jean Vianney. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time at www.pogp.net And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod.gmail.com Have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.